And welcome back to Satellite House. Dom is back this week. Woo! Dom's back. I know you all loved my first episode. Guess who's back? Back again. Who is now my new neighbor. Oh, yeah. Next door neighbor. Me and Jake and live next to each other. We even have a door connecting our, our rooms. To our listeners out there, we appreciate your patience. The podcast has been on hiatus because we, we had to move the podcast studio to a new location, mm-hmm. which is in the new fraternity house. And well, the Dom's my next door neighbor now. It's funny because like by the time this airs, it'll probably be like... Holy. It'll probably be... Yeah. School is going to be You're starting right, yeah. by the time this shit goes out. <laughs> yeah. So we're this is taking place in like mid-July or mid-July. Yeah. We're recording this mid-July right now. Yeah. And um, it's really nice living in this new house. Um, yeah. Yes. We've Our, moved Satellite House Studios, Inc., corporate headquarters into the main house into the main house it's no longer in the satellite the way i see it right now is that this room is gonna be like a separate entity Uh, so i I plan on like kind of as a joke but i wanted to put like a sign in my door that says you can only enter this room if you follow satellite house podcast ah nice free free marketing right there evan mm-hmm. is it not free, i don't know free marketing so many, to the people so many who people already are... follow this podcast yeah <laughs> so many people coming into this room all the time you're gonna get a ton of followers from that <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe maybe you should just put like a little shed in the backyard uh and then make that the recording studio and that can be the satellite house <laughs> to live up to his name get yeah. like a uh one of those like tough sheds from like home depot yeah and, like Ooh. cram it in the backyard those are really expensive though. they are really expensive so what have you been up to dom uh i've i've kind of been doing a lot i've kind of had a, a lot on my plate um i you know i i kind of mentioned in the labs podcast i was uh starting my like some as stuff but honestly that that more starts in the school year uh i've been doing much of that in the summer uh, what i've mainly been doing in the summer i've been working like 50 hours a week between two jobs one of them is i am a congressional intern uh for a representative in santa clara which has been super super cool uh very very interesting stuff learning a lot uh and then my other job which i i don't have to go nearly as far for uh is i'm an orientation leader for uh, the university for for orientation sessions so it might look different depending on the university you went to but if you're an SJSU listener, you probably you probably did orientation here, but it was you know depending on who you are, it might have been online, it might have been in person. Uh, this summer they've been in person, which has been a, a, a lot more fun. I I imagine I never done. Yeah, though I think you told me there was a small chance that the orientation was going to be partly yeah. online. Oh my god, that would have been terrible. I mean, it's just back when we got hired like six months ago, we just didn't know how like you know Omicron was a thing. We didn't know yeah. how, like how different variants were going to develop. But uh, thankfully, um, it's, you know, we've been doing well enough to where we can have them in person. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So is it just freshmen or do you like do transfer students get an orientation? Yeah. So the first, uh, you know, through throughout June, uh, we did transfer orientations. Mm. Um, we did like eight of those, I think like two a week. Um, and those were really cool. You know, those are only one day, whereas freshmen are two days and transfers are all like, you know, very mature. A lot of them are like, you know, adults or even like have their own families. Right, like mothers. But, you know, yeah, mothers. I had a bunch of like really cool moms give me like, they were all like so nice to me all the uh-huh. time. They're like, they, they acted like my mom. They're all oh. interested. <laughs> they're all interested in all the stuff I was doing. And I I would be like, I don't know. Like, sometimes I don't know if I'm, I'm doing a good job. And they're like, no, Dom, you're, you're doing great. It's like very, very big mom energy. It was great. Yeah. It reminds me of in my beer appreciation class, like one of the students was 
she actually worked in the hospitality industry and she had like her own family and everything i don't know it's always just weird to me to 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 think like university students like already have their own families and lives yeah. and stuff you know when when any of my classmates are like oh my wife or oh my husband or oh my kids i'm like you you're fucking what like <laughs> i'm like you like you're in university but you like already have a whole life but it shows that like you know it's never too it's never too late to go to university right it I really guess isn't for me like and i guess most students are coming out of high school you think college is a place where everyone's like young you know early 20s or something but the reality is is a lot of people come back to college for to complete their degrees or even start degrees later in life. You know, it's not yeah. necessarily you have to get this done right after you graduate high school. And that's something that I learned. Maybe it's also a San Jose State kind of thing. We're in the Silicon Valley. So a lot of different people from all walks of life go to our university. Yeah, I think it's really cool. Yeah. But uh, how else has orientation leader been uh, like maybe for freshmen or... How, how did the training happen? How was that like? Yeah, so the, the whole process is really interesting. This is going to be like a little ad for orientation. Everyone apply. Um, apply now. Apply you get paid. now. Yeah, yeah, there's a bunch of cool benefits. Get some money. Um, but like we we do like six months of training. We have like, a, you know, a whole three unit class uh, where we learn not only like how to be like an OL, but also like just uh, it's like a leadership development class primarily. So like you end up like reading some, some books. Um, you know, yeah, just kind of developing yourself as a leader uh, while learning the skills we need to be the the summer OLs. So, what kind of skills do they do they want for OLs? Like, what's the what are they looking for? Uh, a lot of it's like communication or like leadership based stuff. Um, there's a whole book by like this woman called Brene Brown, uh, just primarily on being able to to like uh, be be kind of like working in a team or being a leader mm. and um, being able to like be vulnerable to create like the most effective outcomes kind of like defying um, you know some of these old norms of like you know keeping stuff to yourself uh, you know and how that kind of doesn't really work where you need to you need to be able to effectively tell your people in your team like hey I can't do this or hey I need you to do this um, kind of stuff like that that's interesting because in my mind and, and it's not not necessarily to like crap on the way that the university does things, but like in my mind, anybody who wants to be an orientation leader probably already has these skills. Like I, I see what you're talking about. Like I wouldn't imagine that somebody who can't effectively communicate, who's not a leader, who has no interest in any of that stuff, why would they want to be an orientation leader? I can't imagine anybody who is like that doing it. Uh, because it's, you know, it's a cool job. It's got a lot of perks. Um, if you're, you know, even if you're not interested in leadership, you could be interested in like meeting a bunch of people. Um, but I guess you're right. I guess there is like a component of you have to like be interested in, um, being a leader, uh, or being able to like be a, a good public speaker. Um, but I guess that kind of just segues or not segues, but like, um, it kind of just means that a lot of people can apply because they do give you those skills if you don't have them already. Um, you know, if you want to be like a better leader, uh, this is kind of one way to do it. Part of it's like just the opportunity yeah. to try something new and in college as a college student, a junior, senior, whatever it is. And you have the opportunity to grow in that way. Like mm -hmm. leadership. What else did you say? Like communication? Yeah. Problem solving, bring a group of people together. Okay. So I got to ask, cause all of this takes place over the summer. Do they house you over the summer? Do they do house us over the summer. We get... Uh, free housing on, on uh, CVB, which is, if you don't know, is on-campus housing. 
Uh, everyone gets a single and you're roomed with like two to three other OLs. Oh, cool. Uh, and it's a ton of fun. Uh, I don't really, I don't really live in the housing, uh, personally, uh, for, for personal reasons, right. but I know most other people do and they have a blast. Uh, and you know, yeah, everyone gets super close. It's super cool. You're a real like orientation leader evangelist right now. That's really I awesome. Yeah, sign I, up I right now. I want people to sign up. <laughs> no, because to be honest, um, we're like half staff because Jeez. it was like, uh, coming out of COVID, it was just kind of hard to recruit people because no one knew, no one knew what an orientation leader looked like or like uh, I you know, have how done cool it. an opportunity was. Yeah, you could have. I I didn't I didn't know that it would be the kind of thing that somebody who like their life revolves around college would do. And that's not to say that you're like that because I don't think you're like that. And I guess I should have taken that into account when, like, I heard that you and like other people were were doing it. Are you looking for the word like over, the overachievers? Yeah, and, like, that type, uh, of, like, that kind that type of, of person. Not that, really. Like, a lot of the people, most of the OLs are like you know people in like Greek life. Um, yeah. It's not really like your yeah no, it's not really like your your student body like presidents whatever like your your like I don't know overachiever little like nerdy whatever people um yeah like I don't, I don't know that's just what in my mind like it's gonna be those like those really in your face like hi welcome uh, to SJSU yeah. like you're gonna love it here you know it's like oh god like, I mean like a little bit like <laughs> <laughs> I have to like yeah no I have to turn on that energy a little bit but it's like yeah. it's all it's all you know it's all just being friendly yeah I guess um, so yeah, I'm not, you know, obviously, I don't, I don't like getting people's face. When I, like, talk to students, I'll, like, tell them the, the shitty parts about our, our school. Um, <laughs> Do you I tell mean, them, like, like, where's the best bathroom? I mean, I don't really know where the best bathroom Ooh, is. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I'll tell you that off camera. Be, I mean, I'll be, <laughs> off the podcast. I'll be honest. I don't really, like, use the bathrooms like that <laughs> on campus. I try, to, I try to, you know, I try to stick to my own. I know where the worst bathrooms are. BBC. Yeah, BBC. Terrible, oh, terrible bathrooms. I don't spend well, any time in maybe there. the library is actually because the public uses. Well, you know, you know, what I'm about like, the homeless people uh, going there. Yeah. Uh, one time I walked. Jesus. One time, true story. Like library, third floor. I go in the bathroom. A homeless person is butt naked using the sink to shower. Oh wow, bro. Yeah, no, I've seen well, shit on the I ground in right the library. Out. Yeah, there's some pretty yeah. horror, like crazy horror stories. I have a question, Dom. Um. For like your average freshman going through orientation, like what do they do in like the two day process? So um, there's kind of there's a lot of stuff. Uh, there's obviously a, a huge component of it, um, and that's the main reason why the orientation leaders are there uh, is to like help them uh, create like some some initial connections or hopefully like make a friend or two. Uh, we have like a, you know a good amount of time dedicated to that, like two or three like hour long sessions. Uh, and then they also, I'm just kind of going, trying to think through what we do. Uh, they hear the AS president speak as well as um, the, you know, de a, a different staff member, depending on who's available that day. Mostly it's uh, Patrick Day, our, our VP of student affairs, who's like a really cool speaker. He's a cool guy. Mm. Um, after that, they do campus tours. They, um, they do Title IX training uh, to make sure no one, uh, yeah. Yeah, I remember sure that at my students, orientation. Yeah, make sure none of our new students are, um, you know, se sexually harassing anyone. Uh, and then the, the main thing that they do, the most important part about going orientation is they, they sign up for classes or they get the oh. they get the permission to do that. And then they have an opportunity to speak with some advisors about which, what they should do or what classes they should take and like, you know, stuff like that. I remember doing the the Title IX training for in my transfer oh, yeah. orientation, 
And I remember they did it like right after a lunch. Mm. Like they, they sat us all down in like the student union ballroom, like upstairs. And they had like barbecue chicken and some, something, some other, some like vegan option or something. And then I remember they showed us the tea video. The tea video? Dude, I don't remember. Uh, I don't, we, we don't sit, sit in there and watch it, but I do remember that video. <laughs> I do know what you're I, talking about. I, that's, that's what they did at my orientation. They showed us the tea video. Just, uh, just for anyone who doesn't know, we're talking about like Jake Kim. I guess we can explain I don't know, that. Yeah. Please. The tea video is essentially like an allegory for like giving consent, but they, they use tea to do it. Right, so if and it doesn't make a lot of sense, honestly, it's kind of goofy. But, I uh, I think it makes sense if you already know what consent is. Yeah, like because basically what they're saying is if someone doesn't want tea, you don't give them tea, right? Like if somebody is asleep, you don't pour the tea down their throat. Yeah, well, that was part of the video. <laughs> yeah, pretty, some, yeah, pretty much. If they're asleep, don't if pour someone, it down yeah, their throat. What like if someone isn't uh, mentally fit, you do not give them tea like i feel like that just does i feel like it just doesn't really work oh man if someone asks you if you like if you if you if you ask someone if they want tea and they say no don't give them tea anyway <laughs> you know i think i think you're kind of piggybacking back to what you said about what they do in a day i think for me the most important thing that they do is the two, three, three, four hour segment, time segment where they try to make a friend. I think that yeah. is super, super It's important. like split up into different yeah segments. But yeah, I think that's like super cool. Transfers only do one session, but... Um, Oof. I don't even remember doing that. Yeah. And like, honestly, I wish we would have done more of that for the transfer. Really? We need to do more. Yeah. Because, okay. because like, I don't know anyone on campus yeah. outside of this fraternity. Like, I, I don't, I don't know anyone... I've never made a single friend on this campus who is not in my fraternity or in Greek life, like that I met through Greek life. I, I have, I'll meet people and we're friends for a class and then that's it. Like yeah. once that class is over, they're yeah. not my Especially friend. Especially for anymore, our school, you know, like, yeah. which I know you wanted to talk about a little bit more, like what happens in the summer or whatever. Or, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. What, just something about like the making friends, the connections. It's yeah, like, super important. yeah, no, that's the most important thing for me like obviously classes is the most important thing for them but i think um the biggest role that like the, the orientation leaders play that i play is like trying to you know have someone either make a friend for orientation or hopefully a friend that like uh, you know goes into the start of their college career like uh i tell this to my students all the time i did not make a friend for the first day of orientation and i was like miserable i like hated it it was terrible um and then later that night, I randomly, during my room assignment, my roommate, he was like a cool guy. He invited over his friend. We all like played like Smash Brothers. Um, and that was like cool. And then I just hung out with them then, you know, the rest of the orientation the next day. Uh, and that was like much, much better. So uh, I usually tell my students like, hey, like just try and try and make a friend, even if it's just for orientation. And it'll just make the whole, the whole thing so, so much better. That's really awesome. Um, and then, yeah, the coolest thing for me when I'm tired uh, from like screaming and shit, you know, all the shit they make us do. The, the thing that puts a smile on my face about the job is like seeing like um, at the end of the day, students like walking down like the street, like just talking to each other from my groups or something. Yeah. Like, um, like that's like a real connection, you know? Like I think they, I'm really, I really admire what you're doing because you're really bettering your community. 
which yeah. is our university, which is one of our values at our fraternity. Um, yeah, it's kind of just for me. It's, impact for me, it's like a people. you know, it's always been like a personal value. As I feel yeah. like if I can like improve, you know, my community around me, it's it really serves to to improve my life. That's an excellent value. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think is like a a really underused campus resource like because you show them around campus yeah. right so like what 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 resource that you show them like do people really not take enough uh, advantage of? it's definitely not the gym okay like <laughs> that, i don't want that to be people even be more packed too much yeah people be in there too yeah. much you use it too much so I, should, I need I, to get my workout in. Stop using my machine. Yeah, I should just stop showing people the gym. Just yeah. pretend like it doesn't exist. Hey, hey uh, orientation leader Dom, is there a gym at the school? Yeah, no, there's sorry, not. There's, no, there's, there's not. No, yeah, yeah what sorry. Is, sorry. What is that building that says Spartan Recreation? Oh, uh, that, no. that is a building that houses junk inside. There's yeah, that's nothing actually in there. a, that's a warehouse that's in the middle <laughs> of our campus. <laughs> storage. Um, do not pay attention to the you know to the glass going in where you can sell the weight machines. Yeah, that's that's a holog- um, hologram. Yeah, no, the gym under construction won't be ready for next like three years. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, underutilized resources. Some things I always like to mention are the little clipper card we get um, for Ooh, three bucks. Useful. Yeah, for three bucks, you go to the AS Transportation. You plug plug AS shit, of course, too. Um, you go to the AS Transportation Solution Center in the Student Union, pay three bucks. You get a clipper card for the rest of your time. It's at a SJSU. They get you free bus and light rail throughout the city of San Jose. Um, that's probably saved me like hundreds of dollars at this yeah. point. Absolutely. Um, I, depending on how much you use public transit. I loved that. I yeah. I always thought that was super great. I'm I'm really bitter with AS Transportation Solutions because I applied for a position there and there is nobody who loves transit more than me. <laughs> and they did true. not give me they didn't even call Damn. me back. Damn. And and then later I not a, very of my own volition just because i'm truly a saint like this i advocated for transit from the perspective of students at a caltrain board meeting oh really? oh wow um and so it was virtual i didn't have to like actually go anywhere but like, <laughs> <laughs> hey you still did but, it like, at the time right? yeah, that's and cool i guess the the lady who was in charge of transportation solutions she like she tried to find out who i was and then I got, in back, got back in touch with her and I was like, yes, it's me. I'm the person who did that. And then I never got a response back from her. Damn. Well. And so I'm like, okay, thank you for not valuing somebody who really values transportation. I'm know. sorry. Like, I'm, I'm not trying to throw shade, but it is shade. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm her boss. I might Damn. have to have a word. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I really wanted to, to do to work with transportation solutions because i am so passionate about transit i think it's so important i'm sorry you didn't get that job evan um i'm sure they would have been better if they had you but i think regarding the clipper card is that even if for our listeners out there even if you don't even take mass transportation or the bus or anything and you're like i'll never use that i would still say it's three bucks still get it three bucks you never know right it's three bucks yeah you never know what happens in life hey might get stranded Um, somewhere and then for our listeners as well one special tip I have for you, because we were just talking about the transportation services in the student union. Mm. They give out free scantrons in there. They so do. the next time your professor is like, hey, we're having a midterm next week. Make sure you bring scantrons. And you were like, oh, damn, I have to spend five bucks for scantrons. Guess what? Just walk down the yeah. campus, student union, get some free scantrons. Also in the AS uh, government office on the second floor of the student union. 
Oh, they give free sand there too. Yeah. Oh, damn! I did not know that. Uh, yeah, another underutilized resource. Um, caps in the in the student Ooh, wellness center. Definitely. Um, you get eight free, like uh, I believe it's like psycho, you know, counseling like therapy, sessions. Yeah. yeah, like therapy sessions per academic year, um, which is like you know eight free therapy sessions. That's kind of crazy. I used that. It was good. Yeah. They have yeah, good yeah, quality yeah. therapists too. Oh, They're yeah? not like, it's not like an amateur person who is not like a student as a therapist no (laughs) it's like an actual licensed proper therapist who is taking the time out of their successful therapy practice to work for a lot less money to give you free therapy at sjsu yeah it is a little understaffed for sure it is (laughs) um, the more people use it the more stuff they hopefully get um yeah pretty cool thing now I'm just imagining like some like student therapists, like oh, like, like some like a uh, you know some like star sign people. Like, yeah. Oh no! Yeah, like, some like yeah. zodiac. Yeah. I was like, well, you're an Aries, so it makes sense that like you're all angry all the time. <laughs> oh man! Can you imagine like if you you walked in there and like they were like, oh, you're a Cancer, so you're a little bitch. So yeah. I can see why you have depression. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's for one session. We have yeah. seven more. All right. Yeah. See you later. <laughs> See you later. And Zoom call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, I think also we were talking about the wellness center. They also do, like, if you need to see a doctor. I know last semester mm-hmm. I was in a car accident and um, the car was in the body shop, so I couldn't drive to a hospital. So I went, walked down the uh, over there and had a doctor's appointment and they checked me out. They yeah. do a lot. Like they even do like vaccinations and not yeah. just like not just COVID ones. Like they do all kinds of vaccinations. Yeah. Like you you want to go get your flu shot? They got it. Yeah. You want to get your hep B? They got it. Like whatever. Yeah. They they got them all. They have a pharmacy in there too. They do. Yeah. And a lot of the stuff at the pharmacy is cheaper than a regular pharmacy. Yeah. Pretty cool. They also um, give out free condoms. Oh. Yeah. They do that and they also have like a wellness lounge in there, yeah. uh, like massage chairs, and they also like host events. I believe they, they have do. like some sort of like some days they have like a bunch of puppies coming in, um, or that was like before COVID. But I know they they have like once a year they have like or I think it's once a semester they have like the wellness fair and they show you all the different stuff that they do and they do a lot. Surprising, because. You know, in in my mind, I always think, oh, this is going to be super underfunded. But they actually have a fair amount of resources. Right. I mean, they are underfunded, but yeah, they, they are. Also have but a good amount they of still stuff. have a good amount. Yeah. <laughs> but that's all I know, uh, in terms of resources. But okay, there's, there's like other ones. Yeah, there's but, like a, there's a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. But, there's a, but I don't know, the there's question was like Evan's question was like most underutilized. Oh, underutilized. Um, like lesser known that people should know more. There's like the food pantry, which like. Don't, uh, that shit's way utilized there's like a line know. out there like i don't know there's a lot yes there is a line but whenever i whenever i ask people like oh do you use a food pantry everyone's like no it's kind of like, rubbish like, though, why what do you mean lie. you can get eggs that's like okay, that's like eggs. at the very least okay like okay. that's like great some some kind of protein there's usually like yeah, some chicken there's all kinds of sticks. stuff in there you're right you're right the, it, the stuff they have isn't too bad yeah you know I mean, yeah. To, as far as underutilized, I feel like people don't really use caps like that. 
Yeah, those are those are some of the the big ones I think. Um, AS gives out money to all student organizations. Yes, you can get like a thousand dollars. Yes, they do. That's really yeah. great. Um, I mean, as a, Jacob knows, we still uh we we put our logo on your on whatever you spend yeah. it on. Yeah, so but, they uh, make they make so yeah whatever we create. So I I, w- I was the president of Hong Kong Student Association um, last semester, and we designed a shirt for all our members. But one requirement AS has is like you have to put AS somewhere on the shirt, uh, on the sleeve, I believe, uh, to get this free funding. Yeah. Which honestly, hey, it's free yeah. money. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's um, like, you're welcome. Thanks, AS. You know, I mean, for, for our students out there that are listening, like part of your tuition, if you go into like the details, it says associated students. You're yeah. literally paying money. So, you know. That's why we're, we we really encourage you to some, join some student organizations, you know, get, get out there your and money friends. back. Get your money back, you, literally, yeah, right? Uh, even take up leadership positions so you decide to do what, like, what to do with that money, you know? Yeah. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed your HKSA event at the bowling alley. Oh, thank you, I man. I thought that was really fun. Yeah, that was one of my favorites. The other favorite was we had, like, a picnic day and we borrowed Dom's volleyball net. And oh, we all yeah. just played volleyball, had a picnic free food sponsored by as you know so um did they just put like a little like a like a little as stamp on all the burgers or something (laughs) (laughs) no 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 as burgers that time but you know we don't charge a membership fee for all the members it's all free um all our events are free it's all funded by as if you don't want to spend money there's organizations out there that you don't have to join with money yeah like a bia they make you pay for membership yeah uh banking and investment association um it's actually really interesting because they have a lot of people from like the finance industry come in and and talk to you and you get to network with them Mm. so i met the lady who's in charge of hr at amd oh shit um and so like she she was really nice she's she's from ireland what um and she like immigrated to america and she works at amd and she's like in charge of hr and something else thank you for her um and like she was talking about like the work culture at amd and how they they really turned it around and that's when amd started to do a lot better all right the stock went up yeah yeah so dom um if i were a student at san jose state mm-hmm. how what's the best way for me to join these student organizations well there's a big list online all of our student orgs are, are listed out so you can like check them all out um you know, just kind of like go through the list, see what seems interesting. Um, yeah, I think that's the best way to get all of them because not all of them do a great job um, like advertising for themselves. I really wish that they did. Yeah. Because there was a lot of things that I looked at on the list and I'm like, where, where are where you? Are you? Yeah. Like, where, 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 like, where are you at? I want to, I want to try this. I want to be in this. And like, right. they just did not exist. No, I'm, I'm as, you know, having experience with like JSA and stuff, I am guilty of that. Um, you have to realize is these are student organizations, you know, they're yeah, not. Pro- well, I mean, it's hard. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. We're students, you know, um, it's hard to coordinate like a tabling on seventh street during rush week. Even doing that is pretty difficult, you know, as you know, tabling for a fraternity and stuff. Honestly, I'm disappointed that they don't, that the clubs don't do a better job of that. Yeah. The Greek life does a great job of, making sure that everybody knows they exist yeah um yeah it's funny like with with the amount that like greek life tables on 7th street you probably you know some people probably think we're like huge but like it's just we're not that it's yeah it's not that many what, people what the school's like 10 percent, less than 10 uh, percent it's I definitely less than 10 percent. yeah around there 
Maybe but, only like a thousand in IFC. Something like that. Something Max? like that. Yeah. It but like I I don't know. I wish clubs did more of that. Like weirdly enough, when I was in community college, they would have like club rush week. And like all the clubs would be out there. Yeah. And they would really like make themselves well known. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of them um come out for like Fire at the Fountain, like more than more than even like Week of Welcome. Uh, a lot of them come out to like either like run a vet or do recruitment. Um, so I'd I'd say like try and catch Fire at the Fountain just because it's Fire a cool, at the it's Fountain a cool was event. fun. It's a very cool event. Yeah. Um, I remember there was like I don't know some churchy group that was <laughs> handing out free Popeyes chicken sandwiches. Well, no, you're lying. I'm joining. I am no. not lying. They straight up were just handing out free Popeyes chicken sandwiches at Fire at the Fountain. Yeah. Oh my god. And I got a free Popeye's chicken sandwich. I was so happy. <laughs> I was like, I am not joining your church, but I will take your free sandwich. Yeah, I know. For real. But I think San Jose State's big enough where if you have a hobby of something, chances are there's something yeah, that you can find. Yeah. Unless it's like it a just super depends. niche. It depends on like how active it is, too. Yeah. Um, this is like over 400 student organizations. So, yeah, Dang. there's got to be something. Yeah, I, I never found absolutely fucking shit for international business students association because that was that's my major Mm -hmm. and i was like oh i gotta find this and it exists but they're like not active at all um so if you're listening whoever's in charge of international business (laughs) students association or whatever like fix that shit maybe you gotta do it evan yeah maybe you gotta do it man Uh, well the thing is is if If uh, if you, I think to start a new club on campus, you just need like yourself, a treasure, a president, a treasurer, and like five other members. Yeah, I don't even know about the five other members. Something like that. Um, I know there I, is a minimum membership requirement. Well, I I have a friend who just um, started up like uh, his own like college Democrats club, um, and I think all he really needed was yeah like a treasurer and like one other executive role um and then get the thousand uh well you have to i mean i'm sure you know this you have to like tell as what you're going to use the thousand for there's a lot of paperwork yeah Yeah. god can you imagine if i just made a a club that was me and like one other like can you imagine if satellite house became a recognized student organization and we just use a thousand dollars to buy podcast equipment Well, then then you'd have to like Uh, let people get involved that's fair we would that would suck wait that that just gave me a crazy idea because i mean like satellite house we just choose to like be selective on who gets to work on i don't think that's but how it works it could be like an open company where people could join and add value to the company it's an interesting like, idea but i don't i don't want to give up the, the control of this so like, anyway yeah i'm gonna claim all your equipment we could do a like. podcasting club though and like yeah, you know we're just you this is our podcast but you know there's like a, there's it a becomes podcasting like a club. like a um ssu podcast club network yeah maybe that yeah we could sort of <laughs> do maybe, that maybe, maybe you wouldn't call it podcast club because that sounds kind of lame but uh <laughs> you come up with something cool something network the podcast cinematic the, universe yeah the the spart right. the spartan network yeah we're each I'm gonna sure have our own podcast and then at the end of 10 years or 10 uh, at the end of the semester or end of the year we'll have like one big podcast together that's like the but, avengers of podcasts but i guess like isn't that already what like SJSU radio kind of is like? Don't they? Yeah. Isn't that kind of already I've, I've, a thing? I'm gonna be honest. Confession: I've never listened. No, me to neither. It. I I try. I did once when How I was, was first gonna move to SJSU, like to move to San Jose. 
and I, I listened to it like once and it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, but you know what? It's such a cool idea though to have a college radio station is cool. Yeah. Now, I definitely think that that's something that goes unrecognized on our campus. Like, I wish they would do a better job at like advertising like, hey, listen to the SJSU radio station. And like maybe maybe people would, you know. I think they try like a decent amount. Like I'm, I think they table sometimes. Yeah, I, I think maybe they should they should just have that shit like uh, like instead of like music and the S track, it's just yeah. like it's just like the SJC so, radio uh, station. Yeah. They That's should. Not bad. Maybe. Yeah, should, like the all... music's trash in there anyways. Change it up. <laughs> well, like because it's officially part of the school, right? Like it's it, there's classes for it, you know. So, like, why not play that in all the buildings? You know, like, why not play that at, like, the Village Market and, like, Student yeah. Union? And, like, wh- why would you yeah. not do that? You know, yeah. like, it just seems like a missed opportunity. Maybe I'll ask around. Oh, let's go. Yeah, that's right. You are, like, our, you know, you're an AS. Yeah. Our connection to the student administration stuff. No, yeah, you literally know Steve. Yeah, no, Steve's a cool guy. <laughs> Cool yeah no it's it's funny i always like i try to get like i try to get like some brownie points with my students because whenever um whenever i'm like with my orientation students and like steve walks by i'm like hey everyone say hi to the as president and then like everyone says hi and i walk up to him like oh hi steve how you doing it's in that like, same it, voice pretty much oh he's, he's like oh hi dom nice to see you so you're just brown nosing uh i'm brown yeah i'm pretty much brown nosing i'm brown nosing <laughs> and i'm like f- like kind of flexing at the same time okay let's go like yeah the, the president's like my my best friend um <laughs> yeah it's kind of funny it's happened like four or five times that's awesome <laughs> that's uh that is kind of fun you know who does do a pretty good job is spartan daily they're, they're they number good, one they're number one college newspaper in the nation no really? way what yeah stop it yeah. how is that what yeah. What data? What? According you, to who? You know this? I, I don't know. know. There's probably some kind of like uh, thing that ranks the college you know, newspapers. I, I feel like that's got to be it. bullshit, though. Like, there's got to be some East Coast Ivy League that has a much more like circulated paper. No, I believe it. Don't downplay my girl, Maddie Medina. <laughs> oh, she's the person <laughs> it's, running it's it. She, she, she was the Daily, executive like, editor. Oh, let's go. Like, yeah, I think I read some of her work. Pretty good. Like, yeah. I'm sure, like, it's it's great work that they do, but I'm just surprised that we have that high of readership. Yeah, like that's that's really interesting. I don't know if I don't know how high the readership is, but I think the quality itself has been recognized. Oh, I read it that's for what sure. you mean. They're consistent. Yeah. They do investigative work. Yeah, it's good stuff. I should have done that. I w- you know I feel like I would have a good time being you, a journalist. You still can. I mean, wait. You still I mean, can. Yeah, you still can. You're still young, Evan. Yeah. Okay. Anyone anyone can do Spartan Daily. We gotta we gotta do um. Like satellite house journalism, uh, the satellite house times. Wait, we're gonna start a newspaper. Yes, we're gonna start a newspaper. Evan, newspapers are dead. <laughs> I'm sorry to break it to you. We're yeah. gonna go the past. Let's start an online newspaper. <laughs> this, is what, this is what podcasts are for. Okay, guys. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Okay, well we we gotta start like a news program podcast. News program. We're gonna start like dressing up and like the cliche like transitions. News, newscaster. Yeah. <laughs> And like we'll have all the the like the the newsy like um, little jingles, you know. It'll be like dun 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 dun, and like you know we'll we'll, we'll be there and we'll be like welcome back to Satellite House News. And oh like- gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a question, Dom. Mm-hmm. I guess 
what are like for what are some like examples of student organizations on campus people enjoy uh yeah like aforementioned there's you know greek life both uh, like ifc like the normal you know the kind of classic ones you see kind of everywhere in the country and then there's also like the multicultural ones which represent different like cultural groups say like there's like latino there's like asian um different like you know fraternities sororities there's the the black fraternities and sororities they have their own right. like little network uh so that's like a cool thing that everyone you know people can check out uh it's definitely not for everyone uh, and then there's, you know, you know, these really like large, like friendship clubs we have on campus, campus similar to like Hong Kong Student Association, but like on a larger scale, yeah, uh, larger. like, like Akbayon is like a uh, Filipino, uh, like centric centered, but you know, anyone can join, uh, like I'm technically an Akbayon, even though I'm not Filipino. I know like I, probably most people, uh, I don't there's know. A lot can of I share some of the like traditions or is that confidential? I don't think so. Okay, uh, so like Akabayan, like the Ate, can you share that a yeah, little bit? And it's, it's kind of like the gifts and stuff. Yeah, it's kind of like in Greek life how you get like a, a big and a little, um, but instead it's it's um, I don't know it, I don't know if Ate it's like te- yeah I don't know if it's it's Tagalog maybe uh, it is Tagalog it's, it's Tagalog. Um, you get your uh, Kuya who would be like an older brother or uh, an Ate who would be like an older sister, uh, and then you know. When you go, when you enter Akbayon, you're an Otting, which is like a younger sibling. Um, and yeah, you get your, there's this whole like really cool, complicated process or this complicated process where you submit like an interest form and you do an interview and then they pair you up with someone. Uh, and then they do like this whole like two or three weeks of like reveal stuff where your person's like, uh, they're texting you from like a mystery number. They get all their friends to text you from a mystery number to like confuse Whoa. you yeah you know about that so I know about this. They, yeah i knew like, about that yeah that's yeah you have like 10 people texting you all being like oh yeah i'm your you know i'm your kuyate um and there's just like random numbers yeah just random numbers and you're just trying to figure out who I it feel is like that's a lot more interesting than what we did um yeah i don't know it's just kind of different so like to like lead you on and like the mystery of it all and like yeah to go, i have no idea who it is and like I, I don't know i think uh you know our system is a little more like intimate like uh me for example like um my you know i, I did all the reveal stuff uh my auto was really cool she gave me like all these really cool gifts which is like another part of it is you get all these gifts from your person uh but i don't really like talk to her very much anymore like she graduated um and she's like cool we just don't really hang out so i think the way we do it tends to create like more like you know closer connections or yeah yeah i don't know i feel like for us the at least a system that was designed when you're given a bid or joining an org- our organization is that there's like a little bit of like mysteriousness to it right? yeah that's like, true the that's letter under thing. the door kind of thing right yeah. rather than 10 people texting you confusing oh what? it was like fun but ours is like this is like a secret society, but you know, but yeah. not really. We're t- literally tabling on Seventh Street every week. <laughs> yeah, but it has the that feel that like mystic. Yeah, yeah, kind of the design uh, esoteric yeah. feel. Yeah, so that's kind of that's kind of how uh, Akbayon works. Um, then you get you know they eventually you get your reveal, you get paired up with your person, and hopefully they're your best friend forever. Yeah, uh, and they they help you meet like a whole bunch of other people. So if you're like a new student, whether you're like a transfer or a or like a, a freshman, I, I recommend everyone like check out something like that, whether it's as big as Akbayon or maybe one of the smaller ones like Hong Kong. 
uh, or VSA. I know it's also like a, you know, a bigger one. And then yeah. there's also like a bunch of like little like cultural friendship clubs. Yeah, those are more like cultural and like, you know, cultural focused. Yeah. Like you said, mm-hmm. clubs. Mm-hmm. Um, th- like Evan said, there's like more businessy focused clubs. There's, oh, there's business frats. We didn't even cover those yet. Oh, I, yeah. I there's academic those. fraternities mm-hmm. that like it. There's ones for like pretty much every every set of majors you oh, know like the honor societies yeah no it's not even that there's like um ak psi which is like the premier business fraternity you get yeah. internships you grow your resume interviewing networking and then there's ones for like engineering there's ones for oh there's like a nursing frat it's it's like all the stuff about greek life except without the, the parties social. yeah no they still party they but, still party but, and it's co-ed that's true that's yeah. the main thing yeah Main difference. That's the big difference. Yep. But also, there's a heavier focus on networking. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then there's also like club sports, which is like pretty cool. It's depending on the sport, it's like very approachable. Like basketball, you probably can't get on the team unless you played in high school. But like, something like yeah, something like lacrosse, you can probably like, or boxing. I checked out boxing when I had no experience, and like, you can probably pretty much just sign on to to most other things pretty easily baseball you can probably get into as like very minimal experience um so yeah i know a lot of people like to do club sports fencing is a club sport too oh, yeah there's, there's a lot of club sports man. oh i should try fencing that's such a, a like posh thing to do <laughs> yeah like yeah um i know our our as president nina she um she does like you know her little speech orientations and she always plugs uh like her wushu club club uh, wushu which, club wushu which mm-hmm. is like it's like a, a martial art yeah so you now there's like different you know there's martial art like organizations there's like performance-based organizations like you know like people form like k-pop groups and stuff there is k-pop um, K- a bunch of, like, Kesa, dance, i think it's called yeah a bunch of different dance groups like you know there's like um latin dancing groups there's uh like i think sahara is like an indian uh like dance thing oh that's neat yeah i there's... tried out for one of the the like latin dance groups um because they had like an open thing like just to to go and try it right and i forgot it was like me and a couple other people we went just to try it right and pretty much that if you're a man they'll take you really pretty much wow because they never have enough men to partner with the women that join oh so pretty much like even if you're not very good they'll take you (laughs) because nice. like i'm not a good dancer at all but you just follow the directions and a lot i think a lot of what skills are or at least what a lot of what building skills is is just following directions um and so if you just follow the directions you you can as a man you can probably make it on their on their which dance which team. club is this called i forgot i oh, forgot okay. but it was it was some some like dance group nice um i didn't end up doing it because i I just wanted to go and try it. That's, you know, I had no intention of wanting to be on the the team or on the club or whatever. I try new things. I think Mm -hmm. whatever, what interests you, what you want to try new, if you no experience in it, try it out. Yeah. And thank you, Dom, for being the the orientation leader that, you know, introduces these things to the new students at San Jose State in our community. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Like I said, it's a very satisfying feeling. Um, knowing that like you know you're helping someone like acclimate to you know kind of like a scary new environment uh, and hopefully you know hopefully they go into their their college experience like ready having an idea of what they want to do hopefully with like a friend or two um 
and I hope most of them know that they have like at least one person like me uh, that they can reach out to if they like needed like a little support, you know, or if they need to get pointed in the right direction. And it's kind of cool, like um, feeling like I know like enough about the school to be able to like tell people like where to go if they like need help and like any any kind of capacity, you know. I think I would have really appreciated it if I had an orientation leader like you who made it clear that like I really can like reach out to them. Yeah. Because during my transfer orientation, like I don't remember much about my OL, but I remember like she was nice, but that was it. She was just nice, right? There was no she didn't she wasn't like, oh yeah, you guys can all reach out to me and like let me know if you need anything and blah, blah, blah. Like, I think that that's like really going above and beyond, you know, I think that's like really, that makes a difference, you know, because yeah. like when I started at SJSU, I didn't know anyone like zero. I I only knew one person, but he never, like we, he never had time because he, he was like an aerospace engineer and he was interning at NASA and he had all this other stuff to do. And so, like, I never got to see him. So I didn't ha actually really have any friends, you know. And it would it would have been nice to have somebody like you to reach out to. Yeah. I think that I think you're doing a really good thing. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know what your person was like, but I think, um, you know, all my coworkers really care about students um, sincerely. Uh, I think it, it hopefully shows every session. So, yeah. yeah, I would hope so. So that's like the one of the main things you've been doing this summer. Yeah. Uh, but you mentioned in the very beginning, you were like, you work 60 hours, you split your time between this orientation leader job and then another job. Yeah, so I work as a congressional intern for um, Congressman Ro Khanna, uh, who represents like, you know, areas of, uh, or he represents Santa Clara, North San Jose, Fremont, Newark. Ooh, Fremont. Uh, yeah, like Cupertino, Sunnyvale. Um, or it's more like South Fremont. So I don't know if that's, damn, I don't know if he represents damn. you. I'm not, no, I'm not posh like that. Damn. Oh, okay. My bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, you know, most of what I do is actually like, um, like federal agency help. So like if you needed help with something federal, like say like you have an issue with like your taxes or something, you can, re you can reach out to your, your congressperson, um, and they should be able to, to help you out. Wait, wait, say that again. What? say yeah. that again please if you have like issues with like something like say like your federal taxes um you can like reach out to like your your congressperson for support um, i didn't know that yeah people don't know this um anything to do anything issues you have like with the you know with the federal government like not like any issue you have like, oh, I, <laughs> I, I hate yeah no i hate how the, the fed like fucking intervenes and in, i don't want to pay taxes yeah, anymore i don't want to pay but if you have like um an issue with like a federal agency um you can contact your your congressman and they can they can hopefully um uh, help you out i'm getting so, hunted by the fbi yeah mo most of what i deal with is people who live in the area who um are seeking green cards oh uh, who are seeking like you know legal permanent residency um, and it's uh, it's a very long, very painful process, even for people who live in like Santa Clara, you know, who even even people who are working in like tech, uh, it's really it's really hard and really difficult. How, how to many navigate. years is it? Like, it depends on where you're from. It depends on where you're coming from. Right. Uh, and like how many like. What's the know. longest one? Like, what's the longest time? Uh, I'm not sure exactly because 
primarily the people we get like i'd say 90 percent of the people i deal with maybe 95 are from like india and china and those are like some of the like sh- shorter ones oh um, china india is shorter i mean yeah, usual? Like, it doesn't surprise me that india is shorter because they have a lot of like talent in in like yeah. tech and skilled labor yeah but i'm surprised because we're rivals with china that they're shorter oh, we're just taking although their, it is we're also just, true. we're just taking their people okay <laughs> well hopefully they don't steal our ip <laughs> oh my goodness okay we're going, we're going a little people, bit political these people trying to immigrate these people right, love america right, right. so um this is just to get the green card though and it takes it's a few just years. to get a green card it takes no it can take um i i have cases of people who have been waiting like more than 10 years oh my wow you just gets to get the opportunity to apply for a green card um and then the application process is taking some people um more than two years at this point why is it uh, so they're, slow? They're, yeah, because uh, the the agency that handles it, U.S. Uh, CIS, UC, uh, UC, yeah, U.S. Yeah, CIS, yeah. United States, yeah, like immigration services, mm-hmm. um, they're just like under understaffed, I guess. Um, so like, you people wonder where their tax dollars go, and it's like clearly not, not, not U.S. CIS. not U.S. CIS, not <laughs> to not to helping people immigrate. Right. Um, so it's like, yeah, it just takes a really long time. Um, it's been really cool, like understanding, uh, cause we always talk about how like immigration is really hard and it really sucks. Uh, but I, it's really, ne- it was really nice to get like some, some context behind like how hard it is to like, you know, get your green card. And like another thing, when people are here applying for their green card, trying to get their green card, they can't leave. Like they can't go home. Um, which like, do you, Jacob, you nod, like, is that something you like know about at all or? Yeah. 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 I work with I nines and stuff at my yeah. internship. And then also I'm an immigrant in this country. Yeah, so exactly. I, I know how so, that yeah. is. Yeah. And that's like, that, that really sucks. Like I have a lot of people contacting me, um, you know, trying to, there's a particular application you can do, uh, to, you know, leave the country and be able to come back and still have your, you know, your green card application being filed. Um, but they usually don't let people do it or it takes a really long time to process. But, you know, people need to go home sometimes. Sometimes people right. have like emergencies and stuff. Yeah, what if you have a dying grandfather in France? Yeah, exactly. Well, my, um, my thought is like your visa is probably going to run out eventually, right? And then like they'll be like, oh, you have to leave. But oh, by the way, you can't leave because if you leave, then yeah, your application gets denied. Exactly. Like, yeah. It's it's awful. Like um, people be staying here trying to get their green card for years and years and years, um, and eventually their visa runs out when their application is still pending, and all that time is just wasted. That's pretty ironic because America, you know, the whole idea of America is like immigrants come, right? Yeah. We want immigrants to come. It's a new country, but then we make it so fucking difficult yeah, for them to get a green so card. Hard. <laughs> it's so really ironic. Hard. And like again, I'll say I'll say I'll mention again. The people I deal with are like rich or they're not rich people. They're high skilled workers. Yeah. Um, they're, you know, they all have tech jobs in the Silicon Valley. And even even them, even for them, it's like incredibly difficult. Just trying to imagine, like, say, like, you know, like you know, someone who comes from like a South American country who maybe doesn't have like great English skills, uh, like how hard it is to or they don't know they can contact their their congressperson. Maybe they don't have access to like uh, the Internet or like a computer to like uh reach out to us to email us like how much harder it becomes for someone like that or or to to you know use that compact or that uh that computer internet to to contact uscis Mm -hmm. uh to file all those applications and stuff um it's just so it's just crazy yeah 
Okay, so I gotta ask. I can call and ask for help about federal <laughs> agencies, but can I call and ask for help about state agencies? Did that you would. Uh, it's funny. I have to do this all the time. So uh, that's actually has to do with a, a state agency. So if you want help with your state agency, please contact your state represent state representative. Oh. Okay, so I have to call my state representative. Yeah. So your assembly member or your state senator. Um. Yeah, I, I got to call those people because I want to fucking bitch and moan about why California high-speed rail is not getting funded enough. <laughs> is that something you can bitch and moan about to your state rep? It'd be like, um, vote to give it more funding. Kinda. It depends on the initiative. Um, you know, for like, you talked about contacting like Caltrans before. Um, but for a lot of stuff, uh, like say like VTA is run by uh, like Santa Clara County. So you'd have to contact like the Santa Clara County people to bitch and moan about uh about you know vta so you know like like california high-speed rail is a california thing so yeah that then i would contact my state people and yeah. be like hey state people build the train yeah yeah pretty much yeah like reinvest in you know invest some more money in that um and it's like yeah like uh people you know people hear that they should contact their representative if they want something changed but that's like unironically what you do like whenever I get calls from people all the time um, and they're like, you know, they know the deal. They've done it a hundred times and they're like, I would like to voice my opinion on this, you know, this bill or I would like to see this change. Um, and that stuff stays with us. I'm There's, surprised. So you document it. We document it. We record oh. it all. Um, and you know, there's some people that call our office all the time and we know who they are. <laughs> the regulars. Yeah. The regulars. I'm no, ironically, because you know what? Like in my mind, they say that, but they don't really mean it, right? No, we... In, we, in my mind, I, I'm just telling you what yeah, I yeah, think, yeah. right? When when somebody says, like, we really take it to heart and, like, contact us and blah, blah, blah. What I'm hearing is, I'm going to say this for PR, yeah. but I don't really mean it. And anything that you actually send to us is going to go straight in the garbage, right? Anytime that you contact us, we're just going to poo-poo you, not give a damn yeah no right? we we unironically have to write all that shit down i'm very surprised yeah um, um and like <laughs> a lot of a lot of what i get is like you know not not to get like like I'm, this isn't political this is just kind of like a fact like we live in california i get a lot of people talking about how like they don't want their gun rights taken away uh and stuff like that and like they really don't want our our representative to support that uh but it, then again it's like my car you know, my representative doesn't really care about what you have to say because you're such a minority like you don't really matter t- in terms of his like electability so yeah go ahead and like call regarding stuff we all write it down uh especially like the people that are calling all the time like the people in our office know about you like we've probably talked to like our congressperson about you our representative about you so yeah you are making an impact that's interesting i feel like i kind of uh, okay, I'm going to ask a, a question. And maybe this is a little rude or a little um, direct. I feel like, like, is it is it the same? Is it is there a certain sort of people who <laughs> call all the sort time? Of person that calls like, all I feel, the time. I feel like it's got to be like old white people are probably like the wow. most. <laughs> do you think? Do you think? Like, how could, how could, you, do? How could you say that about old white people, Evan? Evan. Like, wow. I'm sorry, if anybody's going to call to bitch and moan How and dare. complain and be a fucking Karen on the phone, it's old white people. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, no, it's mainly, mostly old white people. One time I got, um, I had to call someone back, uh, cause we got a, we got a voicemail. We, we, uh, missed a, a phone call 
and they were talking about oh like this country is so like fucked up i need help like getting you know some money from a federal agency whatever blah 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 and then they end their voicemail with you do know you work for white people right Damn. You, know, you know that white people pay all the taxes so you work for us and uh keep in mind like this woman um this particular woman uh was broke this woman had no money oh this woman God. had like you know like um I'm sure, i don't feel bad she lost her house um she's Damn. like a bad person oh um and you, you guys have that on file wow yeah That's crazy no I, I had to i had to talk to her a few times oh man Oof. yeah i think she thought i was white um or maybe she just like didn't care when i was on the phone because <laughs> um, yeah it was a very pleasant conversation actually mm. yeah i i really feel like that sarcasm no no like like ironically like i was like i was gearing i was gearing up for her like her to like talk about like how she hates all the immigrants and like (laughs) you know that's what i would expect um but no i like she was like just very to the the point like oh like can you please help me and i was like yeah i guess i i guess i have to um yeah stuff like that happens like kind of a lot it's kind of funny because um because i've like worked this kind of job before but for like a state representative they like my boss sends me all the like racist people it's just like yeah my boss asked me to like call back all the racist people when we need to do that because i guess i have like a little more experience than the the no you know why it's you have a lot of patience i i guess your character you're very kind like when they interview they see all the other interns they're like i'm gonna choose dom he's no, it's gonna impact I, him the less probably yeah I, yeah well that might be part it. of it yeah. but uh all the interns in my job are very impressive i've like oh, really yeah i actually know some of the interns from um like that had my role before and they're all super impressive as well like um i just like been talking to my coworkers and stuff and they're like oh yeah like this intern like moved on to like do this thing there's like you know they're working for a representative now Awesome. Or they're like planning to run for office, or they're going oh, to they're going ooh, to law school or good something. For them. So it's yeah, it's been like a cool thing where it's like uh, you do truly have to be like quite exceptional to like have this position, and there the people go. that do do this end up doing good things. So it's like kind of a it's nice to to know that you're on a good, path, on a good Dom. path. Yeah, that's really awesome to hear, and great to have you back on the pod. Yeah, yes. no, thanks for having me. Kind of had to call an audible because um. I was not prepared for uh, the topics that Evan wanted to talk about, but I think it ended up well. Yeah, yeah, we just ended up talking about what you did over the summer and the topics you want to talk about, which, yeah. which I find really interesting. Yeah. I think this was a really fun episode. Yeah. Aw, thank you, Evan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's key takeaways. Contact your, your politician for help because they, act- they actually can help you. Wow, I can't yeah. wait to get home and call my state representative and tell them that I want more funding for California high-speed rail yeah. and then the for fire. them to do nothing about it because my voc- my voice about wanting California high-speed rail is such a minority that they don't care. Just call, they, them, every, just call them every week, Evan. Yeah, <laughs> call them every week. Call them and every tell them, single you week. You know you work for us, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the Californians want a high-speed rail. Uh, we're like, Have you seen Highway 5? Do you remember... Back in the 90s when Californians voted for California high speed rail. Do you remember back in the 70s? (laughs) That was 30 years ago. Leave him a voicemail. Yeah, I'll leave a a very angry voicemail every single week. You remember. You're going to be a regular and they're going to be like, oh, is that guy Evan again? Yeah, they're going to hate me. All right. Who's the the person here that can take it the most? Dom? Send Dom to him. Yeah. (laughs) 
I'm just gonna you're, you're gonna get to talk to me on the phone and it's just oh, gonna be me great. complaining about California high-speed rail yeah okay uh. <laughs> okay uh, so we're gonna uh, wrap this up so everybody have a great week like uh, comment and subscribe on our YouTube channel uh, subscribe on Apple podcasts uh, Google podcasts Spotify follow and like and share and junk on instagram and tiktok and whatever i don't i don't know all the other things thanks for listening everyone bye